0: All right, y'all pray for us this morning, amen. Uh, Lord, give us something, lay something on our heart. Amen, I want to help the church today. Amen, I want to help you, child of God. Amen, I want to help you, faithful Christians. Somebody say amen. That's right. If you're here and you're lost, amen, I want to see you get saved. Right? Amen. Ain't that right? Amen. That's, that's what our purpose is, see folks get saved. Amen. But it doesn't just stop there. Uh, once they get saved, amen, they, uh, it's, our, it's our responsibility as a church, amen. amen, teach them the right way. Somebody say amen. Brother Brother Eric was talking about that in Sunday school this morning, amen, uh, but we better get in the right way because hey, there's so many ways out there. Ain't that right? I mean, the Bible tells us there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but to end there ever the ways of death. So we want to be in the right way, amen. We want to be in his way. We want to be in the way of this King James Bible right here, and we don't want to be uh, pulled off. We don't want to a, a sidestep, amen. We don't want to compromise. I mean, Brother Daryl was talking about this morning, Israel, what's going on over there, amen, them being bombed and, and, and terrorist attacks. and I, I, I can't predict it, I can't tell you when, but I read my Bible, amen, and it was prophesied, Amen, way back thousands of years ago. Amen, if you'll read your Bible, I really truly believe with everything in me. I can't, I can't tell you the exact date. Amen, but if you'll read your Bible and see what's going on, you will understand, amen, that I believe, amen, uh, that this is just setting the stage for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's about to call the church out of here. Hey, he's about to wrap this thing up. If you got loved ones that's lost, they're on their way to hell. They better understand what's going on over there. Amen, it's it's just a, a front runner, amen, to the return of the Lord. If you read your Bible, you'll find out. Amen, that ain't the message, but that'll preach. Amen. That's a warning, amen. That's a warning right there that we better, boy, we better get them in if we gonna get them in. Amen, because if we don't, amen, they gonna wind up in hell. Everybody okay? So Ephesians chapter number two, and y'all pray for us because I don't know how this is going to go. I just want to be obedient to the Lord. Amen. I want to help us, They might be doing a lot of teaching, but that's all right. God knows what we need. And we're going to start reading in verse number one in Ephesians chapter two. The Bible says, and you, he's talking to the church here, and you, child of God, and you hath he quickened, you know, what, you know what that means? He made you alive. You became alive in Christ, amen? And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. So I was dead in sin, Brother Billet. amen, on December the 16th, 1989, I was a dead man walking. I was in sin, I, I, was, I, was, I had been, amen, I was bound for hell. There was nothing that I could do Amen, to to change my circumstance. Amen. But on December the 17th, 1989, uh, the Lord came by where I was at. He dealt with my heart. He showed me my condition. He let me know I was going to hell. He let me know I was dead in sin to him. Amen. But boy, that night he quickened me. He gave me life. Hallelujah. Amen. He saved my soul when I called out on Jesus Christ. And so I just want to throw that in. In verse number two, wherein in time past, in time past, child of God, it should be in time past. This should have been in, in your life before you got saved and no longer present. Is everybody all right? Wherein in time past, you walked according to the course of this world. I mean, whatever the world said was right, we run to it, didn't we? Right? We run to the things of the world. We participated in the things of the world. And if the world said it was okay, we just went along with them. If the government said it was all right, man, well, we believed them. Everybody else was doing it. So he said, you go on with the course of the world, uh, of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Hey, amen. The devil's still alive. The devil's still real. There's still evil demons, evil spirits out there. Is everybody okay? Yeah. Amen goes right there. Just, just because we're living in 2023, about to be 2024, let me tell you something, the devil ain't gone nowhere. Are you hearing me? He's going to be right here, amen, until God comes back and picks him up, judges him, and casts him over in there. Somebody say amen. And we'll look at him. The Bible said we'll look at him and say, is that the one? Is that. That little mouse, is that the one that troubled us? That caused us all this problem? I mean, the Bible actually says we will do that, amen? So let me read on, let me read on. He said, where in time past you walk according to the curse of this world, uh, uh, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Amen? There's people still lost. There's still people not obeying the word of God. Let me read on. Among whom also we are. We all, we all, we all, who's that leave out? We all had our conversation in times past. We all used to listen to the devil. Everybody all right? He used to play us like a, like a cheap fiddle. Ain't that right? I mean, buddy, he'd play us, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he's playing some now in the church. They're still listening to him. Are you hearing me? Amen. But boy, in times past, we had our conversations with him. We, we listened to him. Amen. In, in, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. We run after some things that, that God's word sells us is off limits. We shouldn't be a partaker of. Y'all quiet this morning. Amen. Don't worry, don't worry about them, them boards. Amen. They ain't going to hurt you. Amen. I know y'all scared of them. Amen. But I tell you, as long as you don't touch them, they ain't going to hurt you. Among whom we also had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And of the mind. The Bible tells us in one place, where we're warring in our mind. There's a war going on in your head. Amen. Good versus evil. The devil's in your in your mind. He's trying he's trying to corrupt you. He's trying to he's trying to make you crazy. He's trying he's trying to warp your sense of judgment of what is right and wrong. It's in our mind. We war in our mind. We we fight battles in our mind, child of God. Is everybody all right? Why, brother Tracy? Because the evil spirits, amen, and the wickedness of the devil that attacks us. Somebody say amen. I mean, he do not jump out in front of us with a pitchfork and horns and a long tail. No, he don't do that. He jumps out in front of us in a pill bottle. He jumps out in front of us at the liquor store Amen. When, we, when we're driving by. Somebody say amen. He jumps out in front of you when you get on your, on your, on your computers at home and nobody's around. Somebody say He do not just jump out there and say, hey, boo, I'm the devil. I'm here to destroy you. Oh, no oh no, he's cunning, he's deceitful, he's sneaky. Is everybody all right? That ain't the message, but boy, that a preach. God just said, read it all, And that's what I'm going to do. Amen, until we get down to where he wants us. He says, we're we, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We've all got a past. I don't know one person. Amen. One person that didn't have sin in their life before they got saved. Somebody say amen. Some may have been off deeper in it, had other demons they were fighting. Is everybody okay? Amen. Some may have had things they were going through, fighting, battling, amen, that I never, never, never drifted off into. Right? Some of y'all may have may have, may have got off into things that, that I never, that I never did as a lost man. Doesn't, doesn't make me better, Brother Darrell. Amen, I just, I got saved before I, before the devil drugged me off into those things. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen, see I didn't, I didn't go down to the crack house, I got took to the jail house, everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. Some of y'all did too. Some of y'all might have wound up in the crack house. I don't know. Amen. I don't know where you wound up at, but we've all got a past. And God come to where we was at and he saved us. God forgave us of our past. He forgave you them five, seven, eight, 10, twenty, how many times you was locked up. Man, I have lost count. He forgave you of all that. Right? He forgave you of all that. The devil won't let you forget it, but God forgave you. Is everybody okay? See, the devil won't let you forget, Amen, what he had you in, and how he had you deceived, and how he had you captured, Amen. But God forgave you. Oh, oh, what the devil, what the devil won't let you forget? God forgave. Is everybody all right? Hallelujah! That ought to make you want to shout right there to know that the God of glory forgave you of all those things, Amen. That the devil keeps trying to uh, put in your mind and draw you all out with. We've all got a past, amen. He said, but God, verse four, who is rich in mercy. Somebody should shout right there. Thank God he ain't, hey, he's still got mercy today. What do I need, Brother Tracy? You need mercy. You need mercy. I preached on that a while back. Hey, when they come to Jesus, they say, he said, what is it you need? Just mercy. Mercy. Is everybody all right? Sometimes we just need to fall on our face and say, God, have mercy on me. Is everybody all right? But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. And here it is, verse 5, even when we were dead in sins. We were dead in sins, in trespasses, in sin. We was dead in sin. Friend, if you've never been saved, you're still dead in your sin. You hear me? You're still filthy in the eyes of God. The blood's not been applied, friend. You're on your way to hell. Ain't no way to sugarcoat it. So listen to this. Even verse 5, when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. That made us alive through Jesus Christ. There's There's not life in any other name. Muhammad, Buddha, all of them false gods. There's no salvation in those names. Is everybody okay? Only Christ. Only Jesus. He's the only one. Amen. He's the ultimate sacrifice. Amen. He's the only sacrifice, amen, that paid the debt for sin. By grace, you're saved, verse 6, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Boy, ain't that right? Well, ain't that right? Some of the services, boy, we've been allowed to sit in together here at Calvary Baptist Church when the Holy Ghost of God just swept through. Amen. We was raised up. Amen. That that second and third heaven, glory to God, we was raised up, boy, sitting in heavenly places. I mean, boy, the the power of God coming down. Folks getting saved. Folks getting right. Amen. People standing up, testifying. I mean, buddy, what what a great God we serve. He's allowed us to sit together in heavenly places. Somebody will be grateful for that. It ain't everywhere you go you get to sit in heavenly places. Amen right there. So he's allowed us to sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus, verse number 7, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the kindness of God. Right? We don't, have to, we don't have to go through life being miserable. Oh, it's a good thing when people are kind. Be ye kind one to another. Right? So let me read on. i, I, I got to get to where I'm getting. Kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith in that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. God's working on us. Amen. I say, God's working on us. We are his workmanship. Amen, God's working in our lives, and, 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 and God has a desire, amen, child of God, to work with you, amen, uh, to create something out of you, to, to use you in mighty way. God has a desire, amen, uh, to work, amen, with you, with his hands. Listen to this. For we are, verse 10, his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good work. What does he want out of your life? Amen. God wants something out of your life. He saved you for a reason. You got a testimony. You have ability. You have potential to do things for God. See, God created us, amen, unto good works. He saved us. We're not saved by our works, but when we get saved, amen, we ought to have a desire to work for the Lord, to do something for God. Is everybody all right? So let me read this down. For well, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Everybody, all right? Let me read on, verse eleven. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, uh oh, that's getting personal, right? We were Gent, we are the Gentiles. Somebody say Amen. It said Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Verse 12, that at that time you were without Christ. What a sad place to be. What a sad place to be. Amen. Is without Christ. Dead in sin. Let me read on. That at that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope does anybody, does anybody remember that time in your life when you found yourself without hope? Are you hearing me? Without hope. No hope of anything ever getting better. No hope of anything ever working out. No hope of of your life, amen. Uh, prospering in, in anything. No hope. Well, that's a sad place to be. So let me read on. Having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. Somebody say amen. He is our peace. The Bible tells us he's the Prince of Peace. Right? He is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that's the, the hostility, amen, and the, and, the, and the division, amen, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, Having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace. Amen. You want me to tell you what you need today? You need peace. Amen. Amen, The devil won't give you a minute's peace. Amen. He interrupts your life, he interrupts your sleep. Amen. You lay on your pillow at night. Amen. And you're scared and afraid. Amen. And you, and you, and you feel guilty and ashamed. You know why? Because the devil. Amen. He's, he's, he's warring in your mind. Amen, what well, I'm telling you today, amen, is you need peace. Jesus Christ came and he, pe- he preached peace. Right, that's what it said. And came and preached peace to you which were afar off. Amen, there's folks in here today, amen, you ain't where you need to be with God. You're still following the far off. Amen, He want me tell you what you need? You need peace. You need peace of mind. You need the peace of God. And that's the only way you'll get the peace of mind. He come and he preached peace to those that were far off, and to them that were nigh. You may be right in the center of God's will, doing everything God wants you to do. Amen. You may be the most spiritual person in here, but I'm gonna tell you what you need. You still need peace. You still need to have peace with your Maker. You still need to have peace with your God. Amen. Because I'm telling you right now, the devil's you still got a target on your back, and the. Devil's to get in your mind and destroy you. He wants to to rob you of your peace. He wants to rob you of the will of God. He wants to pull you out of church. He wants to get rid of you. He doesn't want you to be effective. He don't want you to have a testimony. Oh no, he wants to destroy you. But I'm telling you what you need is you need peace. And that's what Jesus came preaching to those that were far off and near. Is everybody all right? Hallelujah right there. Amen, that's good preaching. Boy, we need peace. We need the Prince of Peace to move in our life. We need to listen to his voice. We need to allow his voice to drown out the voice of the enemy. But so often we allow the enemy, we'd rather listen to him Amen. than the voice of God. Amen. Don't speak to me, Brother Tracy. And you ain't his. How do you know? He said, My sheep know my voice. Hello. Somebody said, Well, I don't I don't hear him in my ears. It's because his voice goes deeper than your ears. His voice goes deeper than our ears. And it goes down into our heart and our soul. Amen. And that's when the peace of God moves in. It's when we can recognize that voice speaking to us. Amen. And it will never, it will never, it will never tell you to do anything contrary to this. And I don't care who tells you different. So Let me move on. i got to get to where we got to get to. Verse 17, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off. You may be struggling today. Amen. You may be falling afar off. You need peace. What you're searching for, you won't find in the world. You won't find the peace that you need out in the world. You won't find it in a booze bottle or a pill bottle. You won't find it in a needle, snort up the nose. Everybody all right, you won't find it in a crack pipe. Is everybody okay? You won't find it. You won't find it in pornography. Talk to me. Is everybody okay? Amen Amen goes right. You won't find it in a liquor bottle. Right? You're not going to find it down there at the gambling hall. The peace you'll find only comes from a relationship with him. Allowing him to be, listen to this, not an acquaintance. Not just somebody Brother Tracy gets up and shouts about and gets happy about. But allowing him to be, listen to this, this, is going, you're going to have to get rid of your pride for this one, to become Lord, Lord of your life. When he becomes Lord, you will bow before him, you will not be ashamed. When he becomes Lord, your heart's desire will be only to please him and not everybody else. Are you hearing me? You will recognize his voice. You will hear his voice. And you will recognize the devil's voice that's trying to corrupt you and destroy you. And you will know the difference. And I'm not saying you will always resist him. But it will be easier for you to resist the devil when when Jesus Christ becomes your Lord. Is everybody all right? Let me read on. And he's speaking to the church. He's speaking to those. Amen that are saved. So let me read on now. Verse 18 for though, for through him, for through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Amen. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That was what Jesus said, right? We don't have access to God through any other name. God set it up, amen, before he ever spoke the world into existence, that Jesus Christ would come, and that would give us access back to the Father. But we've got to go through him. We've got to go through his blood. Amen? And verse number number 19, here we want to get down to these next few verses. We're going to be done. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Amen? We're not strangers in here, we're family. Every one of us. If you're a child of God, you're either my brother or sister. And let me go on and tell you, I know what the world's trying to preach to you, but there ain't no in between and you can't change what you are everybody okay? I'm sorry I'm sorry little boys can't just uh, decide to be little girls you're either born, born a boy or born a girl and you can't change that X X, and XY don't change and I don't care how many puberty blockers they feed you everybody okay? right? not going to change that that's, that, that's, that's, that's God's law you either a boy or a girl. Amen. And you can play games and you can play pretend. Amen. And my, my granddaughters, amen, they like to pretend to be princesses and all that. And that's well and good. Amen. But the fact of the matter is, I'm sorry. They're, they're, right? They might want to pretend to be cowboys and Indians. They might want to pretend to be lizards and snakes. Amen. But the fact of the matter is they can't change what they are. Is everybody okay? They can play pretend. They can play dress up. They can play all these things. But it's just pretend, and I'm not going to pretend with them wackos out there that that's that's really happening. Is everybody all right? I'm sorry. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. How we got off on that? I don't know. But anyway, let me move on. Now, here we go. Talking to the church. And ye are built, verse 20, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Somebody say amen. God's the architect. Christ is the foundation. Are you hearing me? Amen right there. God set it all up. Amen. Christ came and fulfilled it. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. In whom? Verse 21, and this caught my attention, in whom all the building fitly, fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. And I, I looked at that, boy. And it just, I, boy, the Lord just began to speak to my heart. Amen. And, and I don't know a whole lot about a lot of things, amen. But I do know a little bit about framing. And I was sitting there, and I was reading that, amen. I was praying, but down. I got to looking around, amen. Here in the sanctuary, at all the pretty trim, right? I got to thinking about the doors. They look nice. Got to thinking about the, the brick on the outside, Tyler. Amen. We got a brick church. Amen. And we we say, well, that makes it a strong building. And one I got to thinking about the roof, the new roof, the twenty thousand dollars worth of shingles we had to put on there. Somebody say amen. I got to thinking about the two air conditioning and heating units, ten thousand dollars a piece, amen, that we put in the building. Amen, I got to thinking about the slab. I got to thinking about the lights and how much we spent on them putting them in and they're pretty. I got to thinking about this uh, beautiful stonework. Amen, and this beautiful altar part right here. Amen, with the boards on it, how beautiful it looks. I got to thinking about the pulpit. Amen, and the stories it could tell. Amen, and how it's just stood here over time. Boy, I got to thinking about all the little trinkets and all the carpet and the benches and all the things. Hey, man, I got to thinking about the steeple and the cross. And, boy, I got to thinking about all that. And boy, I, then I got to thinking about, boy, I wonder how much all that weighs. Wow. Them, them, them rafters, Where do you reckon they are? Two by tens? Probably. Hey, man, you reckon, Robert? Probably two by tens, something like that. Amen, probably running what, about twenty feet? From the from the from the probably got a two by, two by twelve amen ridge that they butt into. Everybody alright? Amen boy, that, that's heavy stuff. Ain't no telling what ain't gonna tell them how many thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds. All them shingles, all that, all that roof decking, Paul, Busby. Could you imagine how much all that weighs? Huh? The sheetrock, how much all this weighs? Are you hearing me? How much them, them furnaces up there, Tyler Busby, in that attic, three of them, how much they weigh? Everybody all right? Amen, that steeple, how tall it is. And amen, and the cross that sits at the very top. Everybody all right? After thinking about that, Brother Bill, and I said, "Man, that's a lot. That's a lot." Lord said, "Yeah, so that's a bunch. That's a lot of pounds right there. That's a lot. That's a heavy weight. Got two by tens. Probably got two by sixes or two by eight. Uh, uh, um, um, what uh, joists is running through? Right, holding that sheetrock up there. May have a few beams that were made." Maybe some 2x12s or 2x10s nailed together. You won't believe this, amen, but I took a 2x12 and 2x12, put it on my shoulder and went straight up the ladder one time with it. He saw it. Oh, yeah, set that beam. Everybody all right? Set that ridge. Yeah, yeah, then I stepped over on one of them little 2x6 ceiling joists and it fell, it broke. (laughs) Hallelujah, what'd you do? I shouted hallelujah all the way down. That was back in my younger days. Boy, they ain't going to tell them how much all that weighs. Amen, I mean thousands and thousands of pounds. God said, yep. Wonder what's holding all that up. Wonder what's holding all them two by ten rafters up, all that decking. Wonder what's holding all that together. Wonder, wonder what them bricks out yonder are, are, are leaning up against. Boy, if there's something that heavy up there, Zach, man, I thought, boy, we ought to to put up some two by 12s in them walls, make sure we got something holding up. What's holding all that up? Two by four. Two by four. Y'all ain't getting it. Amen, two by four, holding up all them thousands and thousands of pounds. Amen, and they got to thinking about that two by four. Amen, And, and you know what? There's a bunch of them in them walls right there. Bunch of them in them walls. We thought, well, we got all them bricks out there. Wonder what would happen. Wonder what would happen Jesse Busby. Every one of them two before us. Simultaneously, at the same time, all of them just laid down flat. You know what them bricks would do? They'd buckle out. They'd buckle out. Doesn't mean they're weak. They'd they'd buckle out. Everything would come crashing down. Am I telling it right? wouldn't it? Now I know and you know, with all that weight up there, I one two by four ain't going to hold all that up. Why? Because the pressure would crush it. It would crush it, Billy. One two by four in that wall right there, and then you set all that weight on top, it'd crush it, it'd just it'd be done. It's too heavy, it's too much. What do you think this is? Probably about, what, 50 feet? 60? From that door to the back wall? What do you think it is? Fifty to sixty feet. We'll say sixty. Okay. We don't we don't put we don't put two by fours in there by themselves. We, we we put them in there every sixteen inches, and when we get to the corner, there's three of them nailed together to make a corner. So if we got sixty feet, that'd be sixty times twelve. Well, equals seven hundred and twenty inches. Seven hundred and twenty inches, Jesse Busby. From end to end. That's a lot of inches. That's taller than you. Seven hundred and twenty inches? What would that be? Divided by sixteen? What was that? No, it's gonna be more than ten feet, sir. It's gonna be forty-five. Forty-five two by fours in that wall. Forty-five in that that's time, that's times two, ain't it? Times two. That's 90, 90 two by fours. In them walls. Right there. And they take them two by ten rafters. And they nail one into a two by twelve they run that rafter and it's got a you know what you know what the, the, the top cap on top of them two by fours are? Two by fours. Ain't that right? Two by fours. And they set that and they set that rafter, they got it cut out like that. They got that top plate right there, and they bring that rafter down, and they set it on top of that two by four, and that two by four on top of them other two by fours, and then you got uh, and, and uh, however many two by fours you got, you got the same thing. Rafters. Got 90 of them sitting down on there, probably. Is everybody all right? 45 on each side. And what's holding up all that weight? Them two befores. Them two befores are there. Them two befores are there, nephew. They're there at night. They're there when we ain't. They're there, amen, when it's daylight. They're there when the storm is blowing. They're there when it gets cold. They're there when it gets hot. They're there all the time. You don't have to worry about them leaving. You don't have to worry about them buckling. You don't have to worry about them bending. You don't have to worry about them bowing out. You don't have to worry about them backing down, amen, and backing up. Amen, you know what they're doing? All day long, they're just bearing the load. Somebody say amen right there. But They're just bearing the load. Amen, they don't ask for credit. Amen, they just there doing their job in the wall, keeping out the elements of the world. Somebody say amen. Them two by fours, Tyler Busby, even you know those bricks are on the back side of them? They're standing there strong. Amen. With the elements of the world trying to get in. And they're saying, no, we won't fall. We're not letting you in. Somebody say amen. amen. That ain't all they're doing. That ain't all they're doing, JT. You know what they're doing? They're keeping them out and they're protecting us inside. Amen. They're protecting our little trinkets. Our little trinkets that are inside this building. They're protecting them. They're keeping them. They're keeping them safe from all the Wild animals out there. Ain't that right? They're always here. Hardly ever noticed. Never even thought about or considered. Amen. They not. They not. They not looking for the shiny uh, uh, trim. Somebody say amen. They're not. They're not wanting. I mean, boy. They're not. They're not coming out to be the the one by eight or whatever that is right there, on top of the altar, stained and looking pretty. All of them look the same. They got a few little differences, maybe a knot hole here, a little, little, little rough bark right there. Somebody say amen. But they're always in their spot. They're always in their place. Amen. You don't have to worry about them leaving. Talk to me. But what I do know, what I do know, Amen, as we could pop off that piece of trim back there. Wouldn't be too bad. We'd just go get another little piece, put it on, stain it, quick, easy fix. Nothing hurt. Amen, we could take, take some of that stone right there, just pop it off, put another one on. Amen, put a little more concrete on it. We could take this, uh, this pretty top right here. We could pop it up. Go down, we could cut it in half. We could throw it away. We'd go down to a hardware store, buy another one, stain it, put it right back on. No big deal. Right? That trim around the windows. Pretty. Amen. We could do the same thing. The doors, man, we could take them off the hinges. As a matter of fact, we did not too long ago. We took him old doors out, put in new doors. Right? Hey Amen, we can get us some real pretty molding and put around the floor. Hey Amen, we've got some good molding around the floor. We would pop out, off will just put another piece on. One thing I do know is if two by four, what well, we have, 90? If two by four, number 75, decides I'm getting out of here, you're gonna have to tear some things up to get to it. You're gonna have to break some stuff to get number 75 to leave. Number 75 says, that's it, I'm gone! You're going to have to either go on the outside and bust up some bricks, or you're going to have to rip some sheet rock out. Amen, and if it's got electric wires where they bored holes, run them through the wall, didn't they, Zach? Amen, that's where they run the electric wire. They bore a hole through the two by four. Amen, well, we're going to have to cut the wire, cut the two by four. We're going to have to bore another hole. But we going, is number 75 going to tear something up when it leaves? Amen. Everybody, oh man, that right there. I felt something on that one, amen. Number 75, amen, decided he didn't like being a two-by-four down there at the house of God or sitting in the wall or protecting everything, keeping the world out. He decided he wanted to go down there, amen, somewhere else. But I tell you, you're going to have to rip the sheetrock out. You're going to have to make a mess. When 75 leaves, he's going to tear something up. Well, that's good preaching if I am preaching. He said, we are fitly framed together. Probably got some insulation in them walls attached to some of them, to them two-by-fours. right, man. Lord, help me. I got another name for them. Sir, your wife don't like you. Hey, maybe you just need to find your place. Maybe you just need to find your place in the wall, down at the house of God. Amen. And stay faithful and true to that. And stay a man. Amen. And when, and when somebody asks your wife about you, she'll say, oh yeah, oh yeah, you don't, you don't know my husband. My husband, he's a stud down there at the house of God. Hey, is everybody all right? Oh, he's a stud down there in the wall, down there at the house of God, he's faithful. Oh, you don't know much about my man. Hey, Amen, let me tell you about my man, he's a, he's a stud. Hey, Amen, he, he takes the kids, he teaches a class, he sings, he just shows up, pays his tithes, he prays, he's a stud down there in the wall down at the house of God, is everybody all right? <laughs> Ain't that what they call them? Is everybody okay? Amen, he might not be the preacher. Amen, he might not be the choir leader. He might not be the Sunday school teacher. Amen, but he's a stud in the wall. He's been faithful and true. He stood the test of time. He stands up against the world and says the world ain't coming in my church. The world ain't getting by me. The world ain't coming through my wall. He stands up and says I've got too many little ones in here to protect. I'm gonna protect them and make sure they're okay. And she'll say my husband's a stud in the wall, at the house of God. Is everybody all right? Amen. And the only question I'd have, sir, is if you ain't a stud, why not? Talk to me. We all look the same. We all got the same mindset. Keep them elements out there, out there. Don't let them hurt what's in here. Ain't that right? Ain't that right, number 75? Don't get mad and tear everything up when you leave. Because that's the only way a stud is getting out of the wall. How many have we seen over the years? Talk to me. How many have we known over the years leave here or, or another church? Man, they've been faithful. Stood the test of time. Something went wrong. Something happened. Amen. And they tore everything up when they left. Tore up families. Tried to split the church. Hey, is everybody okay? Yeah. See, that's what happens. One of them old two 4s It's been in the wall. Been faithful to this post. So now. No, I just ain't going no more. Just ain't doing it no more. I'm leaving. It's one thing if it's a piece of trim. You know them, them wagons that come in from time to time, making all that racket for about six months, and then you can't find them. They're they not a stud. Everybody, y'all, we've had them. Man, they come in here, shout, hoot, and holler for about six months, maybe a year. Amen, then that brother Tracy preaches something. It's, it's always the preacher's fault. Y'all say amen. Y'all say hey, it's always my fault. Is everybody okay? Amen. Preach something too hard. Preach something too long. Preach something too loud. Is everybody all right? Amen. Preach something I've been preaching for ten years, and because somebody got in the middle of it, then they don't want me to preach it no more. Hogwash! I'm gonna preach it till I die. Amen. And they get mad and leave. Amen. That's just a little. That's just a little trim. That goes back real quick, real easy. Man we one of them two before. One of them two before's. Amen. Decide to leave. Something's gonna get tore up. And here's what'll happen. Here's exactly what happens. I've seen it, you've seen it. Them ridges, them, them, them wall caps that's going across there. When that when that when that stud gets pulled out, and that rafter's coming down. Where it used to be flat and level, now it's got a little dip. Ain't that right? Amen. Ain't that right? All that weight's coming down. Now it's got a little dip. Now it's got a little dip, making a little space between the top up there where something can sneak in. Is everybody okay? Everybody, that's how them little squirrels and rats and all get into the churches. Is everybody all right? Y'all won't believe this. A few months ago, we was in Sunday school. I love JJ. She's the sweetest girl. She is something, boy. She called a lizard, Tyler. She called a lizard, and she put it in her backpack, thought it was going to be safe. She went to Sunday school. Brother Eric was up. Troy was up. Troy, that, he was sore. It was hurting. About that time, I seen it from right there. That little lizard come up eyeballed Miss Shelley. Sure did. What'd she do, Brother Tracy? Why well, she just reached over and grabbed it and took it out. No. It was something about like this. Y'all give me some room. No, y'all got to come this way. Y'all, y'all got to come this way. I, I mean, y'all, y'all have to see this. I was sitting, if I was sitting where Miss Shelley was, it was something about like this, y'all. That lizard come up, and eyeballed her, and she said it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What happened? I think it was Troy come over here and grabbed that lizard. One of them did anyway. They even grabbed the lizard and took it outside. I don't know where that lizard come from. Like, they just missed Sunday school. JJ's out here. Y'all seen my lizard? Says, I'm going to beat you when I get you out of here, girl. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but she was thinking it. I don't know how we got off on that. Oh, I do know. Got 75 left. Had that little dip. Separated it a little bit up there. Where just a little bit of them critters from the elements can get in. Hey, just be a two by four. Down at the house of God. Standing in the wall. Hey, find your place. Find your place here, Calvary Baptist Church, in the wall. Amen. Keeping the world out, protecting what's going on in here. Somebody say amen. That's right, men, women, ladies. Amen. Amen. You can be one, too. Can't be a stud, but you can be a two by four in the wall. Amen. Bringing them children. Amen. Teaching them about Christ. Teaching, teaching your daughters how to be holy. Hey, is everybody okay? Amen. Teaching your sons how to treat a, a woman. Somebody say amen. That's right. Teaching them the word of God. Making sure they're present in the house of God. Listening to crazy brother Tracy preach. Right? Be a, be a two by four in the wall. Amen teach a Sunday school class, got these little ones looking up to you, amen, eyeballing you, listening to everything you say, don't let them down, don't let them down. You hear me? It's number 75. Don't rip a hole in the wall. Don't make a mess. Don't tear everything up. Somebody say amen. Don't make them have to cut the power cord. Somebody say amen. That's right. I'd have to get a new brick mason out here. Put up in bricks because we went out the back way. Is everybody all right? You know how I can tell when they go out the back way? Because they don't call me. They don't tell me. I'll call them and I'll text them and I'll call them and I'll text them. They won't answer the phone and they won't return my text. I say, yep, they done busted out the back. Is everybody okay? How we got up on that, I don't know. Amen. Is everybody all right? Just be a two by four in the wall. It might not look no different, but you're making a difference. Ain't that something? Might look less like all of them. Maybe, maybe you've just been here all your life. And everything's smooth. Well look at that. It's all good, smooth. Amen. Maybe, maybe you just, you know, you're just a little rough didn't go all good all your life and you had some things come in your life and you, see, boy, well, if I rub my hand down, I'm gonna get a splinter. Do you know what it is? It's a two before. In the wall, down at the house of God. Got a testimony where God brought him from. That's what that is. Hear me. Oh yeah, places right there where you cut yourself. Back in the day when I was framing, I'd have just took my hand and went right up and down it and rubbed all the rough edges on Had Had calluses then. Everybody all right? Everybody okay? Oh yeah, we wasn't afraid of nothing. <laughs> couldn't get nothing done. I mean, we couldn't get nothing done. That Kevin Miner. Y'all <laughs> want to know why little Daryl's so crazy? We was framing a house one day. We took a lunch break. Everybody's eating. We was over there. We come back to work. And Darryl, little Daryl, would always just drop his leather nail apron, tools, everything in it, right down to the ground. Where, poof, go in. He goes over there, and he, and he picks it up. He squats down. He does like that. What did up? do? He dropped it that day. We got done eating. We're walking back over there. Now, mind you, this was his nail apron, not mine. He squats down to pick that nail apron up, and Kevin Monter done shot two 16-penny nails through it, holding it to the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. He went to pick that thing up. He got a catch in his back. He's jerking on What in the world? Kevin! Daddy, <laughs> get him! Get him. <laughs> yeah. Kevin just laughed. And I'm rolling by this time. That'd have been all right. But that ain't all he done. We get ready to go start back to work. Little Daryl sticks his hand in his nail pouch to get nails, and he comes out, and his hand's covered in chalk. He filled his nail pouch up with chalk for it and nailed it down. That made Daddy mad. He said, Kevin, boy, I'll take a two by four and knock you upside the head. Kevin took off running. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't work the rest of the day. I was too busy laughing. I don't think I'm kidding. Hey Amen. That's, that's a true story. Fact. <laughs> we just laughed. We had a good time, didn't we? We had some of the best time. I mean, we didn't, didn't cuss their person out on the job site. Had our, had our Christian music blaring. Oh, yeah, they'd have their rap music over there. We'd have our, our uh, McCameys playing. Back in, you had to have tapes. Y'all don't even know what a cassette tape is, do you? Amen. I didn't, I, look, kids, I didn't say a curse word. A cassette tape is not a bad word. Y'all just don't know what they are. Everybody all right? So this morning, I, I know, man, I, maybe. maybe you're wondering what you need to do. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you just need to find your place in the wall and be a two before. And maybe you are a two before in the wall. Maybe you are number 75. And maybe the devil's telling you things and trying his best to discourage you. Hey, I want to tell you. But you don't realize when you leave, you're gonna tear some things up. Amen. Some things are gonna to be tore all to pieces. That's generally what happens when one of them two foes leave. Think they, they ain't much. They can't do much. Maybe not on their own. But when you've got 95 of them, they're 90 or however many we have. Together. Buddy, they're holding up the whole thing shooting match. Are you hearing me? Without them, without them, the building's coming down. So you're still in the wall and you know what you're doing. You're helping hold up the cross. Is everybody all right? Amen. You're helping hold everything together. You're helping, you're helping keep out the things of the world. You're helping protect these little ones just like we've been seeing them coming down getting saved. Is everybody all right? Teaching them the difference. Right? Might not be yours but it's somebody's that's getting saved. Might not be yours yet but if you'll stay in the wall just stay in the wall. Just stay in the wall and be a two before and bear the load. Ain't much glory in that, is it? Ain't much glory in that. Jesse Busby, stand up. Now there, our friends, is a 2 before. He thought I was going to say stud, didn't he? He's a 2 before. Been in the wall. Ain't much glory in that. Ain't much, ain't much, you know, just time and time. Here for everything. Time and time and time again. And everybody think, man, just, you know, time and time again. But boy, what about the other Wednesday night? What happened? If you he wasn't here, you don't know. His, his, his oldest boy got saved. Can I, can I ask you a question? Was it, is it, worth, was it worth staying in the wall? No, nothing glorious. Everybody all right? It's worth it. Oh, yeah. See that boy come down and get saved. Every one of us, every one of us, amen, every one of us, just a two-by-four in the wall. And it takes all of us, it takes all of us to hold it up and to keep the elements out and protect what's in there. Somebody make your way to Piazza. Then, I'm to read that, some of that again right quick, these last couple verses again. Ephesians chapter 2. Start reading verse number 19. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, listen to this, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, listen, and are built built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone and here it is, in whom in whom all the building that's us that's us, now we use the the natural sanctuary in church to tell what's really in us. It's about us. It's not necessarily about this building. It's about the building that Christ is building. In whom all the building, verse 21, fitly framed together and listen to this part, groweth unto a holy temple. Right? In the Lord in whom ye also are built together, and habitation of God through the Spirit. Well, Brother Tracy, I just come. Yeah, and you pay your tithes, and you help us keep going. You help us keep having revivals. They don't, they don't, they don't go for free, so don't count yourself out if that's all you do. Amen? It might not be all God's going to keep you doing, he may, he may pull you out, not out of the wall, but he may, he may pull you out and shine you up and let you take a class or sing a song or something else, I don't know, but I do know one thing, if you ain't here in the wall, you won't get used, so find your place in the wall, not the house of God. Stay put and see what God might do in your life. Well, oh I've I never seen that. First time I ever preached. First, first time I ever preached on any of that. God sent it this morning. Amen. Somebody said, well, so and so should have been here. Well, so and so what? Amen. So maybe you just need to take them a copy and say, here, you need to hear this so you can get in the wall. I'm just teasing. But anyhow, I love you. God loves you. This morning, I don't know. He said he'd come and he preached preach to those who were far off and near. You need to be in the wall, sir, ma'am, teenager. You need to get in the wall. You're a two-by-four, just a two-by-four. Lord, if I, Your prayer would be, Lord, if I could just be a two by four in the wall out of the house of God. One of the the most important positions. And the least recognized. Right? How many times have we walked in them doors and thought, thank you, Lord, for them two by fours in the wall that's holding everything up and keeping the the wind and the rain and the storms out? How many times have we ever just come in and thought that none? I bet you ain't never come in here and thought about how this thing was framed up. So this morning, I'm done.